What's up, everybody? We're back for another episode of Shoot the Shot. Along with me, of course, is my friend Mede here. Mede, you were um, at the Browns game on Sunday. How was this, that? This is a very true statement by you. Not only was I at the Browns game, as we'll get into that in a little bit, but I, on Friday evening, attended the Canton Charge basketball game in which they pulled out the buzzer beater victory. I attended the Cleveland Cavaliers home game where they beat the Portland Trailblazers on Saturday night, and I completed the trifecta going to the Browns game on Sunday with some friends, and they pulled out that victory. So it was a real victory trifecta for me this weekend. You were... You did it all. I you got some waffles. Oh, special shout out to this isn't a sponsor. No official sponsorship here. But I a wish special they were. I really I should contact them. But special shout out to Cultured Coffee and Waffles located in downtown Cam. One of the finest little quaint uh, waffle shops with a nice hipster vibe. Mm-hmm. Uh, just a special place. Great coffee, great waffles, great people. There's always some kind of sitcom on the TV going and I just love it. Would also like to point out there is another location in Jackson. So if you're, uh, you know, there looking is. for some for breakfast food, there's another location in Jackson. If can't, it might be far for you. Sure. If you're a little higher on the uh, tax bracket, go ahead to the Jackson one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you know that's that's all I've got to say about waffles. So Mide, let's talk about that Sunday experience that you had. How was the game? When you uh, walked in those gates and you, you could feel the electricity in the air, especially playing a team. As bad as the Dolphins, I think that nobody was really worried, but I think it's good to kind of like, you know, maybe just beat up on a team a little bit, get get some mojo back, especially now that we're on a three-game win streak. Yes, yes. It was um, definitely a, a, a fun experience uh, and a different one because my last few Browns games I went to, the Browns did not win as mm. in years past we don't win. Uh, I saw a Steelers game and a Bengals game, so two division opponents – at the time, the Bengals were a better team in that moment. But I actually went to this game this weekend with a friend. Shout out to Adam McGinnis, who this was his first NFL game he's ever been to. So I had that added excitement. And then I was seeing it with another friend, Eline, who is unfortunately for him a Dolphins fan. <laughs> so he's been going through it this whole year. But uh, every, year. every year for sure. <laughs> That didn't stop, uh, or that didn't stop this weekend him going through it because the Dolphins got out to an abysmal start and the Browns were throwing it all over the place. Mm-hmm. Baker had three touchdown passes in that first half. We finally, finally got to see the whole Swiss Army knife of an offense that we have with Baker and Odell and Jarvis and Chubb and even Kareem Hunt getting it going, and it was awesome. the The crowd was into it from the start as they always are in Cleveland and didn't matter how cold it was. Everyone was excited for the 28 first half points. Yeah. We went up uh 28 to three in the first half, a little bit of uh you know, sc- a little scary whenever you go up 28, three, I think, you know, most people are since that Super Bowl with the uh, Falcons and the Patriots. <laughs> I forgot. But, about that. Yeah. Um, but Baker had a great, a great game did throw a pick, which I was actually really sad about because he was, I believe he was third uh, in the league in current streak without an an interception thrown. So it was pass attempts without an interception. He was third. And Josh Allen was first. Josh Allen threw a pick yesterday. And Baker Mayfield threw a pick yesterday. So I forget who's second. He's irrelevant. 
but anyway, or something stupid. <laughs> uh, Baker was 24 for 34 for 327 yards, three touchdowns, and that one interception. Uh, Nick Chubb only had 21 carries for 106 yards, so a five-yard average. Keeping that uh, per-game average, I think it's still over 100, which is beautiful. Uh, yeah, I think you're correct. Love to see it. Uh, he found the end zone. And then Kareem Hunt also found his uh, first Browns touchdown of the season. So I was excited for him to go ahead and get in the end zone there. Um, but the real story, I think, is the highly touted receivers that we had coming into the season, Jarvis Landry and Odell, both kind of exploding this game. Uh, specifically Jarvis, who had 10 for 148 and two touchdowns. Mm. Uh, but Odell had that nice long touchdown catch early on in the game, and he finished with six catches for 84 yards and a touchdown. Um, probably, I mean, since week two, his biggest game of the year for sure, right? Yeah, definitely his biggest. This is his first time he scored since week two. <laughs> right. Uh, I especially, I really liked his celebration he had. It was almost like he put the hands on the hips, and it was like, oh, is this what the end zone looks like? I almost yeah. forgot about that. I don't know if that's what he was intending, but that's kind of how I took it. And I, I enjoyed that for sure. Yeah. So it was really nice to see. I mean, um, it was against the dolphins, but you know, I saw a tweet this weekend and it was right after the game and somebody tweeted out and said, you know, when Baker beats the dolphins, it's, Oh, it's the dolphins. But when Lamar beats the dolphins in the first game of the year, it wasn't, Oh, it's the dolphins. It was, Oh, he's, M- he's an MVP. Yeah. Um, and the tweet finished with keep that same energy. So like, I mean, Lamar has been spectacular all year, but I feel that too. Like, I mean, we beat up on an NFL team and beat them by, I mean, it was 41, 24. So I'm not going to try to do the math. Um, that quickly, but I mean, you beat them up, you put, you go up 28 to three at the half and just yeah. kind of coast the rest of the game. And it's nice to do even against a two and eight team. Definitely. I think the whole Baker and Lamar thing is that double standard probably stems from just the, being the first overall pick mm-hmm. that Baker was, you gotta do it. You gotta be on every single week and Lamar with, now it's looking like he he slipped way too far. Uh, and I, I really hate that the Ravens take credit like, oh, we, we scooped him up. It's like, well, you had like the 25th pick and you took a tight end. So you yeah. didn't really act. Don't just stop acting like you knew that he was <laughs> going to be this level of incredible. Uh, right. They were yeah. still playing Joe Flacco. Like, they were still playing when Joe he Flacco. when after they drafted him, they were still playing Joe Flacco because they thought he was going to be better than Lamar still. So like, don't act like, you know, everything. Yeah. Jim. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Uh, he's a better coach than we have though. So yeah, that's, that's pretty fair. So Brownie's pulling out a a big one. Um, I don't think we wanted to talk about this game specifically too much. So just because, you know, we've been making fun of the dolphins all year. So thank God that we did win. Um, yeah, seriously, because that would have backfired a little bit if we had lost to the dolphins and we were making fun of them all year. Um, but the Browns moved to five and six. Okay. So they are currently, uh, you know, right in that playoff hunt. Um, right behind the the Titans, the Colts, the Raiders, and the Steelers, who are all tied at six and five. So we're a game back from all of them, and the Steelers sitting at sixth and final uh, wildcard spot. Um, but before that, 
midday. Let's kind of go through the rest of the season for the Browns and just kind of take a peek at the schedule. I think we already have an idea, and most people that listen to this, I'm sure, have an idea of uh, who we're playing in the final five weeks of the season. Sure. Um, but just want to kind of look at it. So, obviously, this coming week, we've got a big game against the Steelers, who are sitting at that six wild card spot. As I just mentioned, they are six and five and just barely squeaked by the Bengals this week. Um, Mason Rudolph surprisingly didn't get hit in the head by anybody on his own team. <laughs> just a pinata in the parking lot. Of the Bears <laughs> oh, that was great. Oh, was it? that was so great. It was so funny. Oh. And then the Renault Ravens account like tweeted out at the, uh, at the video and like tried to like say that we were classless and stuff. And, you know, something like that. And one of the Browns fans tweeted back and said, like, yeah, it'll be funny when you guys put up a statue of Ray Lewis outside of your stadium, too. And they were like, oh, I don't get it. And he goes, yeah, well, he killed people. Definitely a murderer and <laughs> may or may not have admitted to doing it, but we'll gloss yeah. over it. Hall of yes. Famer. Great, great leader. Oh, yeah. But he's still you can't throw any shade when you're a Ravens fan and you had a murderer on your team. Also, um, the, they are the Browns. They they took us. <laughs> True. True. Uh, thanks, Art. <laughs> Hope you're sleeping well, Mr. Modell. Yeah. Well, the one dude peed on his grave, so I think he's well, he's okay now. That's all right. I'm okay with it. It's sterile. I like the taste. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> so the Steelers game this week is a big one. It's in Pittsburgh, obviously, and tensions are going to be high because both teams, you know, we just had that uh, brawl at the end of the game. Mm. Um, so I didn't hear about we that. Get, yeah, no. We is there uh, a fight? We get Ogan Joby back. Uh, Larry one game suspension. They are still missing Pouncey, which is awesome. I hope they start Rudolph. I honestly do. I do too because he sucks. First of he's all, he's awful. So like, I'm more scared of a guy who was a national champion duck caller than I am of Mason Rudolph. Devlin. Um, what a name. The, yeah. So. Got the Steelers this week, and then we move on to the next week where we take on the Bengals, which, you know, I don't want to jinx anything, but that looks like they're going to not try to win that one. The Bengals, that is. They just announced that they're going back to Andy Dalton today. (laughs) Back to Andy Dalton. Yeah, I saw that uh, today, too. I really don't know what to make of anything the Bengals are doing. but they have They have a two-game lead for the first overall pick now, so maybe they're like, well, we can win one. Just to say we won't have the winless season and be the butt of joke. That's what worries me. Like, I feel like they're, I mean, they're going to keep obviously trying to at least win the one game. So I'm like, please don't just, like, don't get lucky against the Browns, please. They got to, let's make sure it's next week for the Bengals and not Yeah. (laughs) So, well, they play the Dolphins still, I think, right? That's fine. They already play them. Uh, I have no idea. I think that's later in the year. But, okay. That uh, the Dolphins are no slouch. They they were coming off back to back wins in our game. So yeah, that's nuts. Let's give them some credit. <laughs> that's cashews. It was a big um, win. <laughs> that's cashews. So, <laughs> <laughs> so Bengals the week after the Steelers. Okay, and then we take on the Cardinals. Who, um, you know, you just said the Dolphins are no slouch. I think that we've both been giving the Cardinals some respect this year, just because. Kyler Murray and Cliff Kingsbury have been clicking a little bit more than I think people anticipated in the beginning of the season. Um, but there's, I mean, we need to win that game. We've got to beat the teams that we are supposed to beat. Um, so you got the Bengals, the Cardinals, and then we go um, 
back home. Or wait, not back. We've got two two more home games. Two more home games, three away games. Um, and then we play the Ravens, week 16, which that one's going to be one that is tough. But we, I mean, we put up 40 on the Ravens in Baltimore. We did indeed beat the Ravens the first time, which a so, lot of people are not giving us credit for. But, yeah, I mean, obviously, we always have a shot against division opponents, regardless mm-hmm. of who they are. Mm-hmm. And it could be late enough in the year that maybe the Ravens have the division locked up and they're kind of packing it in. So we'll see. Oh, that's an interesting thought, because I didn't think of that. I mean, if they if they you know win tonight against the uh, the Rams and then maybe they beat the 49ers next week and they've are. You know what would they, they would be thirteen and one, fourteen and one going or fourteen thirteen two. and two. I apologize, thirteen and right. two going into that game against the Browns, and they are already locked up the second seed, maybe. Sure. Um, because everybody yeah. else is seven and four. Like it, the two other right. division leaders are seven and four. It's very bunched down towards the uh, the middle section of the AFC. Uh, and it the looks Bills like the win. Patriots. Looks like the Patriots are going to uh, secure the bye. But no, technically they are still in it. The Bills. There. So they can get the second. They can get the second seed and get a buy. No, that, that's a possible no, thing. No, 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 you can't. You only get a buy if you're a division winner. Because oh, if the Bills. Oh wait, that happened with the Chargers last year, didn't it? Right, right. The Chargers and the Chiefs were both like thirteen 12 plus twelve. Four, wins, yeah, something, something like that. nuts. Right. So, okay. So, I mean, but I mean, if you say, if you sit here and say that we lose one game in the division and it's a split with the Ravens. Yeah. I think that I wouldn't be mad about that. Yeah. Yeah, I would not be at all. So let's just say, and I mean, I'm picking the Browns in week 16. Let's, we're not worried about that, but let's just say the Browns, you know, have, we got the Steelers. Okay. Which is a must win. And we've got the Bengals, Cardinals, Ravens, and then Bengals again to finish off the year. So, Four and one in the last five games puts us at that nine and seven. Okay. Right. Is nine and seven enough to get into the wild card, do you think? So nine and seven is tricky in terms of the wild card because we there's so many teams. First of all, there's four, six, and five teams right now. So you've got mm-hmm. the Raiders, Colts, Titans, all tied with the Steelers right now at six and five. The Titans and Colts play each other. Um, they're in the division. The Raiders just look terrible this past week. So some of those are going to sort each other out and kind of fall back, back. But I got to believe one of those teams gets to at least nine and seven. Right. So, so we it, just got to hope that it's somebody, not the Titans. Because right, because we would lose the tiebreaker with the we Titans. Would, we would lose the tiebreaker with the Titans. But – if we do as we say and go um, five and one in the division, that would look pretty promising because that is the second tiebreaker. Right. Um, so let's look at it real quick. The Steelers, we'll start with the Steelers because they're obviously in the wild card right now. They're that last seed. So their remaining opponents are obviously the Browns. Okay. Um, mm. Then they play the Cardinals and then they play the Bills, Jets, and Ravens. So, and the way the Steelers are playing right now, I could honestly see them uh, losing four out of these next five games. That's always a possibility because I think their defense is really carrying them right now. And 
I mean, they're going with Duck Hodges at quarterback. Mm-hmm. Who's an undrafted they still can't rookie. score points. Right. You're going to have to score more than 16 to beat those teams you just listed, especially like the Cardinals can score. That's yeah. like putting up points is not an issue for them. Obviously the Ravens sitting on the schedule still. And the and Bills are us. still eight and three. And then the us. Bills are a good defense. So like that and could the be Jets a- are like, I mean, if the Jets, like the Jets and the Steelers, I think right now are pretty similar as far as like, they both are pretty inconsistent. <laughs> Definitely inconsistent. The Jets. They just, <laughs> but they're on a like, three game win streak somehow. Yeah. They just hung 34 on a team that people <laughs> thought was kind of good. Yesterday. Yeah. So helped us out actually. Yeah, not too many ghosts out there for the Ravens or the Raiders, no. I guess. <laughs> so I'm gonna give my prediction and say the Steelers um actually end up like seven and nine. Okay. I don't even think that's a hot take. I honestly no. agree with that. I think they win one more game in the next yeah, five games. Seven or eight is is where they're slotted. So the the Raiders then um take on the chiefs this coming week. Uh, and then they take on the Titans and then they play the Jaguars chargers and Broncos. So they've got some competitive games coming up also. Um, at six and five, I could definitely see them losing. I mean, I think the chiefs is probably the one I'm most confident in. Yeah. Um, but like the Titans are annoying. The Jaguars are annoying. The Chargers are still like, I mean, they still have Phillip Rivers and Melvin Gordon and Keenan Allen, Joey Bosa. So, and then the Broncos, who obviously beat the Browns. I mean, they still somehow are God. sort of tough, but like not really. <laughs> yeah, they just laid an absolute egg last week. Oh, they did they against ever. the Bills. So, yeah. Not high hopes but, for the Broncos' future, for sure. No, but I think I'm going to sit here and and probably give the Raiders a uh, a two and three rest of the season. I think they lose to the Chiefs and the Chargers, and I think they lose one of the Titans Jaguars games. Um, so I'm saying the Raiders are going eight and eight. What do you think? Yeah, that feels like a very John Gruden uh, final record. Uh, it's interesting because they do play the Titans, mm-hmm. so it's like we need one. We need both of those teams to lose. If they tie that game, I feel like that helps the Browns. So yeah, I guess let's hope for a tie. Uh, maybe the Jags could slip by them in a couple mm-hmm. weeks. That would help the Browns out a lot. But I still or think even the Chargers. Yeah, the Chargers. Who knows which one of Philip Rivers' <laughs> kids is going to be out there to get yelled at? Yeah, but yeah, it's. Congested to say the least down here in the bottom of the AFC playoff. It really is. Uh, So that, I mean, so the Raiders, Colts, and Titans, all three have to, they don't play each other, but the Titans play the Raiders and the Colts. The Steelers play us. So the Colts is their next, their eighth seed right now. And they play the Titans this week. Okay. Then they play the Buccaneers, which you never know which Buccaneers team you're going to get because, I mean, they just beat the hot Falcons and Chris Godwin. Had a day. Jameis might lead the league in touchdown passes and interceptions. Jameis is is good, but not for every single throw. Right. Um, and then the Colts play the Saints in New Orleans, which is a big one because that doesn't even affect the division at all. Like with the like, is it you know inner? What, you, what would you call that? Interdivisional. Yeah, <laughs> not I divisional. Interconference. Yeah, we'll go with that. Interconference play. 
Yeah, it's like baseball. Um, in a league play. Yeah. Do the and Saints get played, a DH? That's, <laughs> the Saints get a DH kicker. Nice. Um, but then the Colts play the Panthers and Jacksonville. So I, I think this one's kind of – this is where it's going to be close, I think. Because I'm going to give them the Saints loss. Okay, that pushes them to the same amount of losses as us. And then we need them to lose to either the Titans, Bucks, Jags, or Panthers. And like all of those teams are just like, like what's going on? That's a weird schedule because aside from the Saints, I'd say all of those games are winnable and losable. So yeah, definitely. Re- really hard to predict where the Colts are. I just, I'm still not a big Jacoby Brissett guy with the Colts. Mm-hmm. I feel like he's just not quite enough. To, to carry them the same way that obviously I feel like Andrew Luck would have been. I think the Colts were definitely uh, going to win that division if Andrew Luck plays. Yeah. Yeah. Cause the Texans haven't really been like extraordinary either. They're very up and down because they pick and choose when they want to protect for Deshaun Watson and mm-hmm. that's not working out for them. Yeah. So I'm going to give my, uh, my Colts prediction and say that they go uh, nine and seven. Okay. So if we tie, so with that'll the Colts, be then what happens? So if we tied with the Colts, it would depend on how each division shakes out. So like if the Colts lost two divisional games and we uh, only lost one, then I think we're in. Okay, I like that. So we definitely need to beat the Steelers and the Bengals twice. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. no doubt about it. We got to get to nine wins, bare minimum. Yeah, else definitely. There's no chance. Got to win four teams. out of the next five. Yeah, which I think Freddie Kitchen said it in a press conference that we've been in playoff mode for the last few weeks because we have to. We we dug ourselves that hole, and that's just the way it's got to be if we're going to have a chance to keep playing into January. Right, and the good news, I think, is you know speaking of the Ravens, we we've played Lamar. Knock on wood, we've played Lamar well in the last two seasons that we've had to play against the Ravens, we've played Lamar well, I think. I would agree with that. I think his one of his bottom three games of the season was against the Browns. Mm-hmm. Still relatively productive, but... Oh, yeah, no doubt. But we hung 40 dominate. piece on him, and that's, I think, what yeah. <laughs> helped we us did. out. We did. We gouged that defense, which was huge. And our offense wasn't exactly like clicking in the beginning of the year either. So like, I think now our offense is starting to figure things out. So it might, I mean, we can't just count it out and say that, you know, okay. But like, I think that we're more so looking at it from like a realistic standpoint and thinking, okay, there's no way we go on an eight game win streak to end the year. Like that's just, it's, it's tough to do. It's the skeptical Browns fan in us. I think if we were from new England, maybe we would say, (laughs) yeah, we can run the table from five on, (laughs) but it's true. Yeah. It's um, it's okay when you're from Cleveland to expect a loss. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but the the other team that's ahead of us is the Titans, who had that tiebreaker over us. But good news is I think that they've got the toughest schedule remaining yes. um, of those six and five teams. They play the Colts this week, and then they go to Oakland to take on the Raiders. And then they've got the Texans twice, and then the Saints once. Mm. So... Yeah, their last three games are potentially brutal, especially if uh, those other two teams have to keep winning. Mm-hmm. I think the Titans will. No, not the Titans. The Texans will, sorry. Uh, but the Saints, uh, we'll see. But, yeah. So, Definitely the toughest of the of the four. Like, I could see them, honestly, dropping 
dropping four of the next five. I could even see – I mean, you're playing at Oakland too. So, like, you could – they could lose five straight. I don't think they will lose the next five games, but it, it, it is possible because of how tough yeah. it is. I mean, they are technically on a backup quarterback right now, All although I do feel like Tannehill's definitely better than Mariota. If you just mm-hmm. the last Mariota for those who criticize my pronunciation. <laughs> they uh, rely yeah. heavily on Derrick Henry. They do. What is it with him that he just decides to just be a savage against the, the Jags? Uh, I don't even know. But like he's actually been really good this year. And the whole it year. bugs me because I always talk about fantasy. I always look at him in the draft and I'm just like, I hate you. I'm not picking yeah. you. No, I was not touching him regardless <laughs> of what any expert was telling me. Yeah. He's just he's fat. I don't know. <laughs> I get a real Eddie Lacy vibe from him, and I shouldn't because you know he's. I think Derrick Henry's secured the fact that he's better than Eddie Lacy, but yeah. yeah, it's a stay away player for me, no doubt. So let's kind of get into uh, a more of a playoff picture, just league wide, since we talked about kind of the Browns a little bit, and you know our mindset of what needs to happen and what we're praying to happen. But um, so the, the Patriots are, you know, firmly in that one seed, one, two seed, that bye week range um, with the Ravens also two games ahead or one, no, two games ahead, I guess, because the bills you said can't win or can't get a buy. Right. The two top two seeds cannot be from the same division. Right. Um, so the Ravens are two games ahead of the Chiefs and the Texans, who are both seven and four. Um, I, I don't see, I think, either of these teams moving from those two bye week spots. Maybe, maybe shuffling like positions. Like, I, don't, I mean, if the Patriots drop another game um, and the Ravens maybe win out, uh, but they do have a tough game against the 49ers, as I mentioned, next week. So that'll be interesting to see. Yeah, I think the only chance of any shuffling as far as the second bye goes, I think the Patriots are going to pull it off, mm-hmm. either one of the two. But I think the Chiefs could, you know, win out, get it to 12-4. and four. And, you know, if the Ravens slip up a little bit, like you said, I could see that happening just because of how special Mahomes is. But other than that. Yeah. And, I mean, the Ravens don't – it's not a cakewalk. Like – They've got the Rams, okay, who have been who have been bad. That's there's no doubt about it. But it's still the Rams, and I think that, I mean, if you get them on the wrong night, like the, you're, they're in LA tonight, okay, and this team was still in the Super Bowl last year. Like, they, I think that they just need to click a little bit better. Yeah, and Brandon Cooks is back, and you have the thing with uh, an East Coast team traveling all the way out west like that. That's usually a little bit tricky. Mm-hmm. As far as like you know, jet lag and whatnot. So right. I don't. I'm not counting the Rams out for winning tonight by any means. Right. And then after the Rams, they, I mentioned they got the 49ers, and then they got the Jets, and then they play us, and then they finish the year uh, with the Steelers. Who I'm pretty sure the Steelers played them tough. Um, they always when, do in the first in the first meeting. Um, I think that was Lamar's worst game of the year was against the Steelers. Yeah, that was I think a you're close right. game for sure. But I mean, they their next three games are including tonight, which, um, it, but it's against um, twenty four. The team, the three teams are twenty four, and looks like eight for their next three opponents. So I mean, wow! If they lose three straight, that puts them at eight and five. And then we're if we've 
won our games. We're nipping at the heels. We are. Yeah, we're a game back going into um, the Ravens game, I think, right? Wow, I think you're right. Yeah. No, they would play. They that'd be one more. They play the Jets. We got before the us, maybe. Yeah, I think that's when we would play. So yeah, I mean, then that would go in. We'd be one game back. They're coming to Cleveland, and that right there could be for the division, right? Because wow. we would win the tiebreaker if we won that game. Wouldn't that be exciting? That would be so fun, actually. Yeah, imagine that game, week sixteen in Cleveland, winner takes the lead of the division yeah, and probably first, wins the division. I think, first of all, just saying a week 16 game that matters in Cleveland. <laughs> a, a victory in itself. Yeah. Um, but that's the AFC. So we got Patriots, Ravens, and then, you know, the Texans, Chiefs sitting there at 7-4. and four. Bills are 8-3 and three as the fifth seed. And then we mentioned that Steelers, Raiders, Colts, Titans – all at six and five for that last wildcard round. So let's move on to the NFC. We don't really talk about the NFC too much, Midday. No, that's because I don't like them as much. No, but <laughs> I think that the teams in the NFC, the top tier teams, are probably better than the top tier AFC teams. Sure. I can um, agree. You got the 49ers and the Saints at 10 and 1 and 9 and 2, winning or currently the 1 and 2 seeds. And then that followed up by the Packers, who are the three seed, uh, the Cowboys, who are six and five at the four seed, um, and then the Seahawks and the Vikings at five and six. Seahawks are nine and two, and Vikings are eight and three. This seems less exciting. Yeah, the AF or the NFC is definitely like the wild cards are are the better teams, you know, because like the Cowboys and the Eagles are basically in a match of, I don't really want it, you take it. No, I don't want it, you have it. Um, for that division lead, and one of them has to win the division. So, right, yeah, and then the Vikings and the Packers probably is the closest division race. Um, and that would just swap the seeds. I mean, yeah, they're both going to make the playoffs, I feel like, but it's just a matter of what the seeding looks like. Right. And, I mean, the Saints are, you know, almost a lock because, at least into the playoffs, because, I mean, they are not, let me see, wait. Yeah, at least into the playoffs, because, I mean, the, the Panthers are under five, five, five and six, and yeah. the Saints are nine and two. So, like, I mean, they got to lose four out of their next five games yeah, for they're the Panthers a to tie. So, the Saints are in the playoffs. The 49ers they, are in the playoffs. So I guess technically it looks like like the 49ers and Seahawks like that's not locked up yet. No, that could as good stop. as the 49ers have been, the Seahawks mm-hmm. are only a game behind. They're both in the playoffs. I think that's a, a fair, oh, fair yeah. thing to say. Um, but because they've got to play each other one more time, and that's going to be Week uh, 17, which that's interesting because that might determine it. Yeah, it could be a game, a rare thing where. Uh, two playoff teams have to try in week 17. Right. And I mean, the Seahawks have got the Vikings, the Rams, Panthers, Cardinals, and 49ers to finish off the year. Yeah. Um, it gets then, a little more interesting if the Rams beat the Ravens tonight, though. I will say that because that gets them up to seven wins. You're right. And then like they're, they're, you know, it's right. the NFC is a little bit more uh, division race heavy versus the AFC. We're just talking about wild cards mostly. Yeah. The, um, but I mean, the 49ers don't have a breeze of a schedule left. Like I, I could see them losing 
three, maybe four games this year because they've got the Ravens next week. The following week, they are in New Orleans to play the Saints. And then they take on the Falcons, the Rams, and then they're in Seattle for that Week 17 game. So, like, I mean, you could lose wow. to the Ravens, Saints, and Seahawks, and they could all of a sudden be 12-4. and four. And who knows what version of the Falcons are going to show up that week. Yeah, because they've been hot and cold all year. Well, I mean, the Thanks. last three weeks, what was it, three weeks they won and then lost to the Buccaneers this week, which was kind of surprising. But Yeah, um, Un- unpredictable team yeah no doubt <laughs> uh, but the the rams have the ravens tonight which you, you mentioned could be very interesting because then they go um to arizona to take on the cardinals um i think you could probably presume that one's going to be a win but then they go seahawks at dallas to take on the cowboys at 49ers and then they play the cardinals again mm. so the nfc i think is more solidified with like who the teams are going to be. It's just like maybe more so where, where they're going to be. Yeah, definitely. And I think, uh, I don't know if I want to say that because it feels like a little bit outlandish. I say it. Some of the teams that were like, like for example, the Seahawks and for example, the Packers, maybe they just, they might be a little fraudy. I feel like the Packers have some confusing, like dud losses. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like the Seahawks, all their games have been close. Like the Browns, I feel like outplayed the Seahawks in our game. Yeah. And, and I think that they've that was one of the overtime things wins. Too. Yeah. Like they're squeaking some out in overtime and mm-hmm. it's like the Seahawks aren't too far away from being like five and six. To it's be Russell Wilson. It's, it's how Which, far he takes them. Correct. It's, it's, that's what's furthering his MB, MVP case is because I think a lot of people are noticing how. They just have that little extra kick, a little extra edge, and it's him that's putting mm-hmm. over the top. And it's got him to a 9-2 and two record. Yeah. So, I mean, right now I'd say like it's it's 49ers, Saints, Vikings, Seahawks, Packers, Cowboys, uh, Rams, and then I would throw the Eagles probably as the the eight teams that really have a shot at you know the playoffs um, in the NFC just because the Eagles are only a game back in the division. Uh, and then the Rams still have their, I mean, the 49ers and Seahawks, like they control their own destiny. If they can beat them, yeah. then they're in. So it's going to be fun. I mean, we've got five weeks left, which is sad because the NFL season's already coming to an end. True. It goes fast. But I'm very excited at least um, to watch football, specifically watch the Browns, but obviously, you know, the entirety of the NFL is going to be fun that this last five weeks. Definitely. So minute, would you like to move on? I would love to move on. What would you like to move on to my friend? We're going to change it up a little bit. I think since it's a special week, are you feeling a little bit warm? I, yeah. Now that you toasty. say that, I'm a feeling toasty. a little bit warm and toasty. Yeah. Oh. What do we got coming up next? Um, it feels like, let me check the thermostat here. It feels like it's time for the Caliente Cinco. Feeling hot, hot, hot. Perfect. So we are going to get into the Caliente Cinco a little bit early today because it's a special edition, Caliente Cinco Midday. It is indeed, my friend, because guess what week it is? What week is it? It is Thanksgiving week. Oh, the greatest holiday. I think I mentioned that in the last You did mention that in the last episode. You hot-taked it and said, 
no, 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 Arbor Day. Move out of the way. <laughs> Thanksgiving right. is right. the king holiday. So today, what are we counting down on our top five Caliente Cinco here? So we we did the Halloween special where we did the top Halloween candies. And I mentioned Thanksgiving is the best holiday because it's all about the food mm. and giving thanks for the food. But, you know, everybody goes all out with the food. You know, you got your grandma making the the big ass turkey and then you got your you know your crazy aunt that brings like you know the jello shots or something like that wow you and then you've got all of the appetizers spread you know but i'm not going to give away too many foods because we are going to do our our hot five thanksgiving foods so midday yes sir you wanted to start us off let's go ahead and get into number five Let's get into number five here, coming in as warm as corn can be, because it's sweet corn. And I want to give a special shout out to uh, my girlfriend, Katie, who has provided me and opened my eyes to some of the best corn that I've ever tasted. And I know what you're thinking. It's just corn. It's just corn. Hold on. Go ahead. You just said your girlfriend, Katie, and I want to correct you. He meant to say his lovely girlfriend, Katie. My lovely I got your back. Yes. I got your back, Katie. He meant to say his lovely girlfriend, Katie. But continue, my friend. Of course. Of course. (laughs) She's as lovely as can be. But she opened my eyes a few years ago to uh, sweet corn that I picked myself wearing some boots and just getting down and dirty with the farm. And Mm. it's just I don't know how to describe how corn could be so much better than just corn out of a can or out of a frozen bag. But it's just the best. Little butter, little salt. Little sugar, maybe not sugar, uh, pepper. <laughs> Depends how sweet you want. Pepper is what I meant to say. It's sweet enough. You don't need sugar. Do what you want. It's a free country, the U.S. of A., baby. But yes, corn takes our five spot. Yes. Yeah, so coming in at number four, we've got mashed potatoes and gravy. And there are actually so many different things you can do with mashed potatoes that it's honestly incredible because you, yeah, you can usually – yeah, I mean, you could you could wash your face with it. No, oh. but I mean, you've got the garlic mashed potatoes, okay, which I love. Cheesy mashed potatoes. Mm. Um, you've got the the ones that got the red the red skin mashed potatoes that my oh, mom makes. Yeah. Those ones, those oh. ones are fire. And then you got just you know your your regular old russet potatoes that are all just mashed up and there's no skin there's no you know garlic or anything it's just mashed sure um but then you got that warm gravy that you're just dumping on top it oh my mouth's watering just talking about it i'm feeling it too go ahead and get us into number three so after all that potato talk i don't know about you but if you're not putting the gravy also on your potatoes as well as the number three spot which is turkey a thanksgiving classic I don't know how many people out there don't have turkey at Thanksgiving, but I do know how many non-Americans there are out there, and it's somewhere around billions. So if you're not putting turkey on your palate for Thanksgiving, I don't know if I want to talk to you. But turkey, the finest bird that you can possibly stuff your hand into, you know, it's just irreplaceable on Thanksgiving, yeah. and it's an absolute staple. Right. So a dark meat or light or white meat kind of guy. So I'm a white meat kind of guy, and I don't know if that makes me any less of a man or not in your no. eyes, but I just prefer the white meat. No, I I think that I'd kind of do a little bit of both, but um, okay. in my youth, I was a, a white meat only, but I've, I've expanded my taste buds. I respect so, that. 
you talked about stuffing the turkey and shoving your hand in that thing. Um, yeah. That Gross. brings us to number two, which is, of course, the stuff that goes inside of the turkey, the stuffing, which. Wow. How did they get that name? Yeah, I don't know. That was probably tough to figure out. I mean, Creative. the guy that invented it probably had no idea. Could be a pilgrim. We don't know. Squanto? Ooh, Pocahontas? Just kidding. <laughs> Elizabeth um, Warren? <laughs> Who the hell? No. Um, We're not going political. Stuffing. No, 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 no. But <laughs> stuffing, I mean, I wanted to put it at number two. I was I was arguing number one, but Mede wouldn't allow it. No. Um, because it's rarity. It, we, we, we limit it to the Thanksgiving time of the year, and it's really a shame because it's such a good food, and I love eating it. I probably, you know, have three helpings of it, Ooh. I'd say. Um, but yeah, number two. Stuffing the rarest of all Thanksgiving foods. Midday, that takes us into number bu- 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 one. Number wiggity one, uno, uno, get some Coming in scorching. Coming in scorching at number one is, and I know everybody knows what it is because you're thinking, are they going to say it? Are they going to talk about it? It's cranberry sauce. No, get out of here with that gross log of vomit. It's not cranberry sauce, and if you like it, you can leave the country as well. But the real number one, please stand up. It is pumpkin pie. Uh, so pumpkin pie, and I think Sam has a little bit of an opinion on this, um, but a similar dessert. Pumpkin pie is my personal favorite. Um, you throw some whipped cream on it, and you just go to town. You have three, <laughs> four, five, six pies all yourself, <laughs> not pieces, whole pies, yes. and we just love it. I couldn't love it even more. Yeah. So just a quick little little shout out. Um, I do like pumpkin pie, but I prefer the pumpkin rolls because uh, I don't even know why, but they're just so damn good. Yeah. Maybe um, a little bit more uh, a cakey. You're a cake. Yeah, maybe. Pie. Yeah. But then sure, I also sure. enjoy I mean, it's kind of like a pie holiday as well. Like, I mean, the apple cranberry. pie. Oh. I don't eat the cranberry, the cherry pie. Like. My, oh, my grandma special. used to just make millions of pies on Thanksgiving, and it was awesome. Mad respect. Mad yeah. respect for sure. So, wait, real quick. A special, speaking of mm. pies, because you got me going, and I'm a pie connoisseur. Oh. It ranges from pizza pies all the way up to rhubarb pie, even. Um, wow. Special shout-out to Katie's grandmother, actually, who makes this old-fashioned cream pie, which I've never heard of it, and it's it looks – not the most appetizing, but it's the best thing I've ever tasted in my life. And oh. if I could make a, a 1A and a 1B with pumpkin pie to this Caliente Cinco, I would give the old-fashioned cream pie. I would would just – if you can find a way to try it, please do, Sam. Okay. I will attempt to try it. Um, shout out to Katie's grandma for that amazing little tidbit. So, Mede, all this talk about Thanksgiving, man, we, we forgot – something important that happens on thanksgiving yeah there are three nfl football games on the thursday of thanksgiving which is one of the greatest traditions in sports i think i would Um, agree two of those teams are always and forever will be the cowboys and the lions but just a quick little thing that i want to point out to you i absolutely hate that they put a late game on this Thursday now. Yeah. 
because it was always Cowboys and Lions. Like it was just tradition that they would play. And they're just like, you know what? We are money hungry, son of a bitches. So True. we're going to throw another game at 820. And I don't even watch it because I'm just spending time with my family. No, if you're still awake at 820 on Thanksgiving, you didn't eat enough food and get your <laughs> face back into the kitchen and have some more pumpkin pie. Or people are all shopping now because another pet peeve, Black Friday starts at like noon on Thanksgiving now. Noon on December. Nope. See ya. December 1st, the previous. I don't know. Just forget yeah. I even started talking. <laughs> so let's get into the pick. I'm starting with those Thanksgiving Day games midday. Let's. Oh, we need to talk about our last week numbers. Yeah, tell the people, tell the people. So last week, a little bit rougher for us. Um, I went eight and four, and midday was seven and five. Mm. Um, not including the Monday night game, which we both picked um, the Ravens, I believe. True. And I never thought I'd say this midday, but I'm rooting for the Ravens tonight because that would give me my 100th win on the season. Yeah, wow. Getting to the century mark already. Yeah, impressive. the century mark. That oof. I'm so, proud of you regardless. Either way, I just want thanks. you to know. I'm thanks. Just, don't, don't cry. cry. Don't cry. Okay. <laughs> don't not cry. So I'm at 99 and 58 and midday is you know right up there behind me now at 90 and 68. Oh yeah. We are no longer in the caboose, my friend. We are in the first class car. Yeah. So we're right there. Midday, I mean, this week could put you, if you could get to that 10-way mark, get you to that century mark as well. Hey, hey, hey. It's Fat Albert. <laughs> so starting it off with those Thanksgiving games, we've got the Bears at the Lions. Um, at, that's at 1230. Turn that game on right before the food is being served, in my family at least. Um, but midday, this one... I, I really, I, it's tough because I really want to go with the Lions on Thanksgiving since it's such a tradition, the tradition, and uh, <laughs> they, I can't speak words. They um, always seem to play their best on Thanksgiving. Shout out to Calvin Johnson. I wish he would come back for this one, but I'm going to go with the Lions. What do you think? Yeah, so I think I don't like anything about the Bears right now. So that's most of this. And I also, I just like to see the Lions win on Thanksgiving. Never been a Lions fan, never will be. But I like watching them win on the game that they always get. Yeah. Does it? It just, it just, it's just fun stuff. So the 430 game, we got the Bills going to Dallas to take on the Cowboys. And midday, I've got maybe an upset, maybe not an upset. But I mean, according to the records... It might be. I'm taking the Cowboys at home on this one because I think that the Bills are kind of fake and they haven't played that many people. Um, but the Browns beat them. And True. the Browns are a better team, I think, than than the average. Mm. Even though the record doesn't show that. Um, they're picking it up. But Cowboys, I think, have faced stiffer competition. So I'm taking them at home on Thanksgiving. Yes, I am going to agree with you that the Bills aren't as good as their record indicates, and I am taking the Cowboys as well. So the late game, I, um, I'm actually going to skip this. I'm not picking it because I'm boycotting. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's the Saints going to Atlanta to take on the Falcons at 820. Um, Falcons beat the hell out of the Saints actually a couple weeks ago, and we were all shocked. But I don't mm. think that that happens twice in a row. Um, I think i got to say the Saints in this one. Yeah. I don't think the Saints uh, let the Falcons get the best of them twice in one year. 
especially when the Falcons are having a terrible season. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Sunday, December 1st. Wow. Already getting into December of 2019. Can you believe it? I am still writing 2018 on things. I'm still writing 2014 and telling people I'm 18 years old. So <laughs> we're both struggling. Uh, so the first game uh, in the one o'clock slate, we've got the Titans going to Indy to take on the Colts. Um, we talked about both of these teams kind of being in the Browns way. So uh, I'm going to take the Colts here midday. What do you think? <sighs> yeah, I don't really know who to pick because the winning team is going to get that leg up on the Browns. Um, I'm going to go with the Titans just so I can maybe gain a game back on you. How about that? That's, that's fair. That's fair. Um, the next game is the Jets going to Cincinnati to take on the Bengals. Bengals are starting the Red Rocket, Andy Dalton, this week. Um, yeah, not going to help them. Um, <laughs> I'm going to take, I, like, reluctantly, I'm taking the Jets, but it's just like the Bengals have shown nothing great. That is true, but feel free to stay reluctant as I tell you that I'm going to pick the Bengals to win this week because uh, I think, going back to what I said earlier, I think they do want to just get this win while yes. they can and still maintain the first overall pick and also get rid of the embarrassment of the winless season. So I'm taking yeah, the Bengals. have to do that for sure. Uh, so the Redskins coming off their, I believe, second win of the year. Dwayne Haskins first as an NFL starter. Congrats. So congrats to D. Wayne Wade. Um, Good job for not being on the field for the kneel down. <laughs> oh, he wasn't. No, he was taking a selfie with a fan. So oh, he wasn't out there, which okay. is not a good look, Captain. No, no, definitely not. But they're taking on the Panthers in Carolina. And I think the Panthers are just a little bit too competitive for the uh, the Redskins. So I'm going to go ahead and take them behind uh, Christian McCaffrey, the, McCaffrey, the greatest white uh, running back ever, according to Gerald McCoy. Yeah, because um, he's not allowed to be just a good running back. He has to be a good white one. Very true. He is different flavored than most in the league. But I don't think it's an incorrect statement, to be fair. No, I'm also I'm also going to pick the Panthers here. They gave the Saints everything they could handle last week. And I think that propels them to victory over the terrible Redskins. Yeah, so the next game, very interesting game. we got the 49ers going to Baltimore to take on the Ravens. Um, this one's tough because the Ravens rely so heavily on the run and the 49ers are pretty damn good against the run. Um, but it is Lamar Jackson and it's very hard to game plan for him. Yes. Uh, I'm curious to see how the 49ers defend it, honestly. Yeah, as am I. But I think I'm going to take the 49ers here. I think 49ers they just, on the road. They just beat up the Packers this week. And every week I'm kind of like, like I watch them maybe maybe win by like three or a touchdown. I'm like, yeah, maybe they're losing a little bit. And then they go do something like that. And it's just like, okay, maybe not. Right. Every time I say I don't think Jimmy G is that good, he comes out next game and uh, yeah. looks like a good quarterback. Um, yeah, this game is almost like a coin flip. These are two mm-hmm. very good teams. Could be a potential Super Bowl preview i'm gonna go there even oh um a repeat another one a repeat which yeah yeah, that would be a little bit boring wouldn't it It would just be the repeat of the 2012 super bowl um yeah i think i'm gonna i'm gonna agree with you 
That was the okay. game that the lights the lights went off too. The lights it? went out. Yeah, and then uh, kind of funny because I think Kaepernick was the starter of the 49ers. So it's like true. You had like a, a main running quarterback for the 49ers, and now he, yeah. it's like for the yeah. So, How but anyways, yeah, we're both going Niners. Mm-hmm. Both going oh. Niners in this one. Love it. Um, the next one we got the Bucks going to Jacksonville to take take on the Jaguars. Um, you know, I'm going Bucks here. I I always have this hope in Jameis, and I don't know why, because nobody else really does. But like I did mention, he has the possibility to lead the league in touchdown passes. Um, obviously, the negative is the interceptions thrown part, but um, he can sling it, and they can score points. It's just, you know, how, what kind of situation is he putting his defense in when he turns the ball over? Right, right. Uh yeah, the Bucks are definitely not going to stop throwing the football, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. And Godwin and Mike Evans have been unbelievable. Both so, over 1,000 yards. That's nuts. Crazy already. Yeah. Five games left. Yeah, I'm picking the Bucks too here. Love it. Um, And then the game of the week. <laughs> Browns taking on the Pittsburgh Steelers um, midday. I heard from, through, from Little Bird that uh, – they're actually playing this game without helmets. Nobody is allowed to wear a helmet in this game. You know, I think the NFL's made a great decision with that because you can't hit someone with something you don't have. Yeah, Goodell really finally putting it together and realizing that helmets are the cause of all issues in the NFL. Yeah, yeah. you know, so, maybe they're causing the concussions. They're heavy. Mm-hmm. With that being said, I'm going to actually give a score prediction for this one, I think. Let's do like, it. Like a legitimate one, not an actual 100. As much as I want it to be 100. Oh, Browns by 100 is legitimate. Yeah, I know. I've just been wrong every time. <laughs> I am, I'm actually going to say the Browns win this one. Um, and I think it's going to be 24 to 10 this time. Mm, I like that score. Very yeah. common NFL score. I think I'm yeah. going with the Browns as well. Okay. I think very hard on that for the. Yeah, yeah, right. For the game of the week. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'll give you a score prediction. I'll go 31-13, Browns. Love it. Love scoring that many points on this defense. Love to see it. Yeah. So the Packers are going to New York to take on the Giants. Um, Packers are bouncing back in this one, I think. Uh, they did lose their right tackle. I believe he tore his ACL, which is Ooh. brutal for them because I think he is a top-tier right tackle. Um but I'm going to take the Packers in this one in a bounce back game. What do you think? Yeah, I think I'm also picking the Packers. Uh, interesting that the Giants can't seem to get Saquon Barkley going. So I don't know if he's <laughs> not all the way healthy, but he's had like 88 yards in the last three games combined. So that's not a good look for them no, and their offense. Yeah, well, it'll be okay. <laughs> Packers yeah. win. So the final one o'clock game, we got the Eagles going to Miami to take on the Dolphins. The Eagles continue to struggle offensively. Um, their defenses are doing their defense is doing okay. Like they got a great front seven. I think the secondary has gotten a little bit better, but it, they just cannot do anything offensively, and I don't understand why. Uh, I think mainly it's because they're starting Division three high school kids because of all their injuries at pass catching. Oh, the receivers. Yeah, that's bad. yeah. Alshon Jeffrey Aguilar and Deshaun Jackson. That's their top three. They were all out last week. So, yeah, they're a little thin. They still have the tight ends. And Jordan Howard also didn't play last week. 
Um, so that was a big negative as well. But they did play Jay Ajayi. Did they? Is he still they, in the league? They scooped him up, I believe it was uh, two weeks ago. Oh my goodness. They I... tore his ACL last year, and I think they cut him. Maybe they didn't, they, didn't, they didn't cut him, but he was like his contract was up, so they just let him go. And then um, probably about week six, I think he started to reach out. To, week six or seven, started to reach out to NFL teams and like say, like, hey, I've got like film of me running and cutting. Uh, my ACL's healed. Who wants me? And the Eagles were like, yeah, we'll take you back because we suck. Wow. Look at that little insider information from one yeah. Terry on Juice so, Shot. But I'm taking the Eagles. The Dolphins are just bad, and the Eagles aren't bad enough to lose to the Dolphins. <laughs> yeah, I think this is pretty simple. The Dolphins, I watched them in person, tend to shoot themselves in their own foot often. So I'll take the Eagles as well. <laughs> sweet, sweet, sweet. So the 405 games kicking off with the Rams at the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, what do you think, Mede? I think this is a little bit trickier than I would have thought it would have been 10 weeks ago. I agree. But I still think the Cardinals' defense isn't quite up to snuff to stop this. Even though it's very slow, it's still the Rams' offense. And like I said, getting Brandon Cooks back could be could be big for them. So I'll take the Rams. Okay, I'm going to take the Cardinals in this one, actually. I think it's just going to be one of those games where it's like the, the more inferior team is um, just kind of hanging around late. And they make a play that wins them the game sure so the chargers are taking on the broncos in denver this week um that's a 425 game in mile high so if the kicking has any impact on this game and i just want to you know make that aware to you yeah yeah low altitude high altitude yeah. sorry 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 <laughs> Hi. Um, i'm not stupid <laughs> I'm going to take the Chargers in this one. Um, uh, the Broncos are just pissing me off. Like, why'd they have to beat us and then just start sucking? I know. They couldn't even score a touchdown this week. Um, yeah, but Phillip Rivers is apparently gone off the deep end here. So I have no clue what to think about this game, and I would never gamble on this one in a million years if I were a gambler. But for the sake of it, I will also pick the Chargers. Love it, love it. So the last 425 game, we got the Raiders at the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, the Chiefs are going to win because it's in Kansas City and the Raiders are just, like, dumb. <laughs> That's what you get when John Gruden's your coach. I <laughs> am also picking the Chiefs because I think they go on a nice little run to end the season this year. Yeah, I hope so. I think Tyreek Hill is um, expected to play, so I know he, he sat out. Um, the end of that game this week, or was it last week? It was last week because they had a bye this week. Yeah, they had a bye. But the late game is the Patriots taking on the Houston Texans. Um, this could be interesting depending on what Texans team we get to come out. It is in Houston, so that's good news. But I, I think I'm still going to take the Patriots in this one. The Patriots are still struggling a little bit on offense. I know that the weather was a little rough in Gillette Stadium last week. Mm. Uh, but, yeah, it just doesn't look – they don't look the same. Yeah, they definitely seem a little bit deprived as far as weapons offensively go. Um, outside of Edelman, I'm not really sure if their rookies that they have are, are fully integrated with Tom as far as chemistry goes. And Sonny Michelle is the king of the 1.2-yard run. So 
I still think I'm picking the Patriots in this game, although I would not be shocked if they lose because they really don't need to win, and the Texans still kind of do. Um, yeah, I'll stick with the Patriots just because it's been good to me this year. All righty, sounds good. In the final game, we've got the Vikings taking on the Seahawks in Seattle. This is a pretty good one. We've got 9-2 Seattle taking on 8-3 Minnesota. Um, I'm going to take the Seahawks, and I honestly think it's just because they're at home. I was actually going to say a similar thing. Um, these are two good teams, but I will side with Russ at home versus Kirk Cousins on the road, even though I do love Kirk Cousins. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you but do. Yeah, you Seahawks do have a man crush. A little, a little bit. man crush on Kirk Cousins. But that wraps up our, our special Thanksgiving week um, episode of Shoot the Shot. Midday, I hope you have a fantastic Thanksgiving. I hope to see you on Wednesday, friend. Yes, this could be a shoot the shot in person meeting. In person <laughs> hasn't been meeting. Hasn't yeah, been one in a while. I forget what your face looks like. Yeah, it's the same. Just got a little more scruff on it because it's oh, November. No shave November coming to a close too. Oh man. Yes. Yes. That's wild. But let's go ahead and get out of here, Midday. What do you say? I like that. Everybody uh, have a happy Thanksgiving. And Merry New Year.